James Edwards III of The Athletic, I don't know about you, I do not have the energy today to do the traditional introduction. We're just going to jump right into it. Uh, it was my idea, because I knew the Pistons had an off day today. I was like, why don't we just wait until after the Michigan State game? Because then we'll have even more to talk about, and we'll be in great spirits, talk about Sadiq's 50 ball. We're going to get to that, folks, but first we have to trudge through this a little bit here. Um... Sorry, it's the 21st of March, Year of Our Lord. I was like, what is happening? I 22. thought this was part of the bit. No, I can't do it, man. Can't do it today. I'm hurt. Like, I'm really upset. And I went into this game, and I was like, it's Duke. But, like, Duke's bad. But, like, so are we. But, like, it's Coach K. And then it's like, and I texted you, and I said, I was like, I was like, you know, if we win, it's like, then it just becomes annoying that Coach K has 1,199 career wins. Like, say whatever you want. Like, oh, no, I want to beat him up. Like, that's just objectively annoying. Yeah. Um, and then to end at, like, 98 tournament wins. So now he's at 99. So now I'm like, okay, well, I want him to beat, you know, whoever it is between Texas Tech and, and Notre Dame. Right. I want that to get to 100 and then losing the Elite Eight. But in this moment, I was prepared to go full guns blazing. My my joke to lead off the show was going to be, James, I'm going to plug your story for today for you. Um, it's called Why Malik Hall is the Worst Basketball Player I've Ever Seen in My Life. <laughs> but I'm not here to do that today because it's, it's, I'm, uh. just, I'm just sad. Marcus Bingham and Gabe Brown deserve better. Um, and uh, I'm hurt right now. I don't – I'm hurt. Yeah, we, we were texting throughout the whole game. And listen – I picked State to beat Duke, not because I believed it, but because it's just what you do. It's just what you do, man. The rest of the bracket, nobody ever hits perfect. You're going to roll with your squad. And I felt like if anybody was going to end Coach K, it felt like Izzo would do it. So I picked State. I didn't believe it. This team, and I hate sounding like a homer and to be like, oh, this team's not very good. Well, with them you are. It's your alma mater. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even just like saying like this team is not very good, um, and they gave arguably the most talented team in college basketball a real scare. And yeah. to be fair, I don't. Duke is one of the more talented teams. I don't necessarily like how they play. Like I don't think Coach K runs the best stuff for this squad. Um, but they are the most one of the most, if not the most talented team in college basketball. One of them, and State gave them a run for their money. It was a fun game. I believed for most of it that we would win the game. Um, it didn't happen. It hurts. And I have a bunch of tweets that are going to the, to the draft seller. Like you guys don't understand the the tweets I was going to get off. I have like three ready to go. Yeah. And now they'll never see the light of day. The question now I think officially has to be asked, is this my fault? Because I, once again, inexplicably declared <sighs> Why do you that do this? Duke was free. Now, to be fair, now, to be fair, I said at the beginning of the game, I said the game was about 40% off. We had a good sale on it. Around halftime, we'd have a a better idea of if the game was free or not. Um, And my assessment was basically, without Paulo in that first half, Duke is drowning and we're fine. And it's about limiting him in the second half. And for a a majority of it, they did. Um, And uh, State just doesn't have enough shot makers. Duke's length was too much. State just doesn't have that that I need a bucket guy. We got into a little bit of a heated back and forth though. I don't mean to don't worry, we are gonna get to piston stuff. I just because yeah. it's topical. Also, congrats, Michigan fans. You guys aren't suffering. Congratulations, you're going to the sweet sixteen, but we're not talking about that. I, I'm uh, not congratulations I saw either. I saw I was reading a mock draft at, during halftime just because I was like, you know, curious. Yeah. And I saw um uh Hunter Dickinson was like falling out of the second round. And do you want to know what they put as his NBA comparison? And if it's not the biggest indictment on what's going to happen to him, then I don't know what is. Because I don't, I don't know. I didn't know you could compare a college player to this guy. Uh, I, no shot. You're not going to be able to guess. There's no do way. Do I know who he is? You should know who he is. I think maybe the, the name will ring a bell. But you're going to be like, what? Cool. Kevin Serafin. It's so and, random. And I was like, first of all, where did you even if, – if that's your comp, just say he's not going to the league yo, at that point. Yo, <laughs> if what, – what, where was this mock from? Oh, just one of those like, – It wasn't NBA the athletic, right? Net, no, of course okay. not. Yo, you guys are more responsible. Let me, let me get this off. If you're sitting around and you're watching Hunter Dickinson in the first – and you, you're sitting here doing your mock and you're like, who does he remind me of? And you think of Kevin Serafin – 
Get a life. That's what I'm saying. Get a life. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, Kevin Serafin should be so far down your head. He shouldn't even, like, so here's why I have a good relationship with Kevin Serafin. is because he was the first NBA player to ever follow me on Twitter. And what? This, at the, yeah, and at this point, he wasn't even in the league. You want to know how long ago uh, this was? He followed me on Vine before what? he followed me on Twitter. That's how long ago it was. So if I could put everybody in a time machine, take you back to, like, 2013, Kevin Serafin's playing for the Wizards. Can't believe Sadiq Bey had 50 fucking points, and we're talking about Kevin Serafin. But, and so I have a good relationship with him. But uh, and then he went back home to France, I think, to, to play overseas. But this yeah, is the most at, random at, fact about you of all time. I, I saw, and then they put a comparison for Jaden Ivey, and I was like, huh. You well, know how people always do the John Morant thing, and it's like, why? Because they have the same hair? Yeah. What I'll, what I'll say to that is like, the the explosiveness that he plays with is right, there's compa- there you can right. see something yeah, yeah Jason Richardson was the comparison and I was like huh no no uh, like I two explosive athletes I, I, to me that's where it stops sure okay I want to get this takeout uh, last thing on March Madness I meant to say this last week like before the tournament actually started but I'll have to say I'll have to say it now instead my favorite part is the draft overreactions because of March Madness. And the, my most recent example, I just, it it I, it came to me, and I was like, man, remember when that was a real thing for like a week that this happened? It tickled me, James. What tickled you? Jalen Suggs hits the uh, that buzzer beater to go to the natty last year. And yeah. for like a week, two weeks, the, the rhetoric was, is Jalen Suggs in the conversation for the number one pick in the draft because he hit a big fucking shot in the Final Four and was, like, the Final Four's most outstanding player? And it's like, it blew my mind. I just remember that. That was a I real feel, thing Yeah, but I happened. feel like he was in the conversation before the shot. He was in the conversation. He I'm saying the... it was like a like dudes were putting him number one. And oh, I remember yeah, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. on this show, we literally were like, they're doing that to just to switch shit up. Like, just yeah, to we be talk like, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, how people need shit to talk about. Exactly. And right. so they, they shuffle the deck and are like, ooh, is there a compelling case to be made about this thing? And it's like, actually, there's not. <laughs> Unless you're looking for page views, in which case, yes, then full send. And speaking um, of Jalen Suggs, what team does Jalen Suggs play for? Plays for the Orlando Magic. And I'm going to see if you can connect the dots here. So Jalen Suggs plays for the Orlando Magic. That's where... Uh, Franz Wagner plays. He went to Michigan. Michigan is the school of Hunter Dickinson. Hunter Dickinson's comparison. Kevin Serafin. We're back to Kevin Serafin. I know What's our the, list. I know our listeners are. What is going on? What's? I'm confused. What Sadiq Bay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. So Sadiq Bay had 51 points, a higher career point total uh, than and nine rebounds. And nine rebounds. Uh, higher career points uh, total than Blake Griffin. Something to throw out there. And after the game, um, I just want to say this first. I gave you your props the night that it happened. Uh, I watched Isaiah's post-game availability, and I don't know. Like, I've never seen just the team that excited for something to have happened. And mm-hmm. um, the question that you asked, I thought was great. the 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 most the the most the thing that makes this as special as it was is because if you hear that somebody went out and put up fifty. You're thinking of, I mean, because it's been happening ad nauseum recently, right? right? You had LeBron do it. You had Cat do it. You had um, Kyrie. Kyrie do it, yep. And then Sadiq Bey. So it's like to have, it's like when Mo Williams put up 50. You're like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 we were going to talk about that in a little bit. It's just one of those random 50 balls that you're like, wow. But at the end of the day, how random really is it? Because if you took a poll at the beginning of the season and you're like, hey, someone's going to put up 50 this year, who's it going to be? Sadiq is top three. I don't know if you're going to – whatever order you want to do between Jeremy, Cade, and Sadiq, Sadiq is somewhere in there. I had the preseason prediction that he would score 40 this year. I forgot about that. What was – wasn't it – didn't he – what was his career high before? I swear Uh, he hit 40. He had 34. Is that what it was? Okay. I I also want to throw out um, every time I almost don't watch a game – Something, Something extraordinary happens. happens. And the last one was the Charlotte game when Kelly Olenek hit the game winner. So if I'm ever on the fence, I need to be convinced that I need to watch the game. And, um, you know, some of these shots that he's putting up, uh, the the one obviously that sticks out is the one, the baseline look that he had falling away. Right in front like, of me. 
crazy. Our seats in Orlando are the, like some of the best. It was right in front of me. Crazy. Right in, right into the media well, and then immediately darts back out, gets the steal. Johnny Kane was like, "Oh, he can't do this," and he puts <laughs> it up and scores five points in seven seconds. Um, so I have a threes. question for you. Yes. More, more joy watching that or Blake's fifty ball against Philly. Um, Blake. Just because, because of it, pools because against it, and... well, well, no, because at the time we, I feel like the we all kind of thought maybe a corner was being turned. Something we're like, could okay, happen. This could yeah, be something. Yeah, you know, we got out to a pretty decent start that year, and it's like if we're, you know, Blake had a full off season to play with, you know, or to to kind of right, in, right. in a training camp, and so it, it kind of felt like it was the start of something extraordinary. The argument is that this could very well be the exact same. Yeah. Um, in terms of what was more impressive, Sadiq, and I don't think it's close because. Uh, down the stretch, I mean, how many bodies are they throwing at him? How many bodies are they throwing at Sadiq Bay? And yeah. I've I've seen some people throw out the whole like, well, it was the Orlando Magic. Do you know how hard it is to score fifty points? Right. You know how hard That's it is my to thing. hit ten threes? I've had, I've had a lot of conversations with people the last few days, and a lot of them are like, this is the most random fifty ball ever. And I'm like, I get why why you're saying that. Like I I I get why you're saying that because you probably. I'm not saying that these people aren't basketball junkies because they are, but I could also understand like these people probably don't sit and watch the Pistons and don't know that Sadiq is usually once or twice a month has late twenties, an early early thirty point game. Like this isn't. There's a reason I said he could get forty. Mm-hmm. Like we've seen him his rookie year hit six threes a couple times, seven threes. All he needed was really like a 10-3 game, which we all didn't like. If you watch Sadiq Bay, and I've obviously watched every second of his career, like. I knew it was in the cards. Uh, you don't expect 50, but I'm not, like, sh- shocked. And people were like, is this, like, the Mo Williams 50 or the Tony Delk 50 or the um, uh, Corey Brewer 50? I'm it like, isn't, I, it isn't. I, I get what you're saying, but, like, Sadiq's 22. Yeah. And was first-team all-rookie. Yep. And is a, like, slinger. Like, this isn't yep. – this is – I get what you're saying. Like, the name is random. Um, But, like, this is – I mean, Sadiq, like I said, if you watch the Pistons, Sadiq having a good scoring night isn't out. Like, you almost expect it once a week. I got a few texts from people um, sort of like in the both in like the content creation world and in like your world. So, well, like so basically like my world and your world. (laughs) I got some texts about it. And um, everybody it was you know, it was funny. It was the same text every single time. It was, was just Sadiq wow. Bay with an exclamation mark. It was the same text. Yeah. Every single person that sent it. And I was just like, yeah. Like, yeah, we we know. Yeah, that, that's we, what he does. So what do you think about this nickname? We obviously have Headband Deke. We have Deke. But after talk after I asked him stuff about the Joker, which I was sitting on, as you know, told you about it on the pod, was it last yes. week, two weeks ago? Yeah. yeah sitting yeah. on that stuff for a special occasion. Thank you, Sadiq, for making it a very special occasion. Shout out to Blake Murphy for this. What do you think about this nickname? Sadiq Bane. Oh, yo. I love that you're not on Twitter anymore because there's certain stuff that like pops up. Yeah. And like Yeah, you're like break you're just yeah. telling me what what like the culture, Like you would have saw that day you right would have saw that days ago you would have quote tweeted you're like, "Yes, I'm all in Sadiq Bane yeah, wears yeah, yeah. a t-shirt Etsy." Yeah, no, you get my authentic reaction. I like that. But here's the thing is uh we are this is also the same podcast for longtime listeners of the Bun and Cardigan show. This is in fact the same podcast. The Chimney? Mr. Chimney or <laughs> Mr. whatever Chimney. fuck we tried to call Isaiah Stewart because we we were like we refused to be on board with with beef stew. So we were just like call him Mr. Chimney and everybody was like that's and I remember we were like that's hard, that's hard. And then yeah. the the reviews came in. The people were like that's the stupidest bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Mr. Chimney. I forgot all about that. But so Sadiq Bain is hard even though he likes the joke or not bane well, because it's still there's hard. real there's real context to it and if and it's like clever yeah so i'm on board with it i will leave it up to the audience though Sadiq i like bane. it but but we'll see um in that same game i want to bring up two things one not even a, a sneaky good game from isaiah it was just like a because sadiq was the star of the show we weren't talking yeah. about how good isaiah was in that he game he had a it really good like, game Really, really good. Um, but then just back on Sadiq, I don't remember if it was you or if it was somebody else that asked, but it was the importance of Dwayne Casey having the presence of mind to be like, hey, Sadiq might never be in this position again. Even that was though me, yeah. It was you. Even though he is, we obviously know that he's capable of this. It's like the odds are he probably won't be in a position like this again, if not yeah. for a really long time. So the importance of letting that 22-year-old go out there and like, yeah, dude, shoot your shit, even though we have the lead. Um, right, and he never like gets time off. That's what I asked him. I was like, yeah. clearly like, 
I was like, when as a coach do you decide to let a guy go for a milestone like that? Like, obviously, Sadiq is a guy that could use some rest. He's hasn't missed a game since uh, the DMPs his rookie year, but he hasn't missed a game due to injury since high school. Like, do you just when do you make that call? And he said, why not? Just let him go for it. And he's like, win or lose, that's a special moment for that young man. And he talked about how Terrence Ross's fifty ball kind of changed him um, as a player. Wow. That's a, it's another nice, I forgot. Yeah, another Terrence Ross fifty ball. Um, I want to say this because I don't. I don't want to forget it. Uh, I think it was two weeks ago. It might have been last week that I said like, I'm rooting for Isaiah Livers. I just don't have a take on him because I want to see him do actual. I, I wanted stuff. to bring that up. I'm glad you did. Yeah, Is he now your was, favorite player. It was the Miami game, right? Uh, no, it was. It was, the, it was before. Where are you asking when he went off? Or are you asking when I? Yeah, when asked he went off because I gave him a. It was Miami. Yeah, he got Motown Noah best friend of the night for that game. Um. I like him. <laughs> yeah. I'm on board. Isaiah Livers, big fan. He's He's been balling. If you and, met him, you would love him. Nicest kid. And, like, I always say everybody's nice. Livers is, actually like, the nicest kid in the world. You do say that. I will. I'm I telling will. you, it sounds crazy, but this team is – they need a dickhead. <laughs> well, they just traded him to Sacramento for Marvin Bagley. Touche. Yeah. Which Which one? Uh, well, Trey Lyles. Well, okay. To be fair, they are. They both seem like very genuinely nice guys. But Trey Lyles just seems like a really solid dude. So, yeah, I just mean going off of like the what the the, the universe has told us about Josh. I'm not disparaging him at all. Oh, that, I, I didn't know which him, one you're picking. I think you. Yeah, I'm picking Josh Jackson. Uh, all right. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. it might get a little bit dicey. Yeah. I'm not because I'm not trying to. You know. No, I know. Um, what the hell are we talking about? Uh, livers. Is it livers? And how everybody's really nice on this basketball team. Yeah, there was something you were about to get off. You know what? I wanted to. I texted you about this this morning. I have no idea if you thought on it at all. I had a little fun mental exercise that yes. I wanted to do. I, I want to clarify. I'm. I want to clarify. I am not saying I want to trade Sadiq Bay. I'm trying to quantify how good he has become. So now I ask the question to you, James: the best player taking salaries out of it that you think you could trade Sadiq Bay for one for one. Not trying to trade him. This is going to sound crazy, but hear me out. Let me check this guy's uh, stats just to make sure. Like I haven't, I've been I will paying attention. Do you I have will, your guy? So I actually and I hope just, it's not the guy that you said. Yep, I was going to say I will not say who I said earlier because tell them who you said. Just I said them. I said Bam, and then james was correct in in pulling me back he was like reel that one in because hell no <laughs> you're not getting one of the best and most mobile bigs in basketball for Zadiq bay and then i was like i don't know is it jimmy butler it's not jimmy butler no. and then i was like here's the thing before you give your answer i don't think you could tr- again not trying to but i don't think you could trade him for anybody that would make you better than you already are is that a take if you're the pistons or if you're if you're team. the pistons I, like, yeah, I don't think their record would significantly change. Yeah. Who do you All think? Right. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this one. But I'm going to just say it. talk yourself through it. Given where they're at in these this point in their careers, given not exactly the same skill sets, but similar skill sets. Okay. Given that this team could benefit to be a little bit younger, but still needs the... Um, type of performances that Sadiq Bey can provide. Clay Thompson. This version of Clay Thompson. I love when you do the thing where you actually contextualize what you're about to say before you say it because that's how you know that James is worried that he's going to get buried for saying something. <laughs> when he like does the whole like now hold on a second <laughs> Before I say this thing, so talk to us about how you arrived at that point. Clay has been fine since coming back from the injury. Yeah, fine. Yeah. He's had, I think he had a 38-point night. Wasn't a 51 He's, he's had good games. He's, he's had, had good games. games. Um, getting up there in age. I, I guess I'll just ask you this. Do you think the Warriors are much worse if Sadiq Bey is on the team and Clay Thompson is in Detroit? This and I'm saying this version of Clay Thompson, not right, Clay Thompson right. of, of and it's the, the top, and it should have been still, top 75 player. I'd I'd say it is still relatively early because you know he didn't play for you know almost There's, two yes. years and it's yep. still you know still very early. 
in this time in in two months, this could be an absurd conversation to be. It having. Probably will be. I wanted to throw a like that was the name. I was like, if I if I like I want to say something crazy, but like like also have well, it make, try to make sense of it. Let's just dip it a little bit. Let's just go with like Andrew Wiggins. That's who my, so that was my backup was Andrew Wiggins. CJ McCollum. Yeah, I'd rather have Sadiq, but yeah. I would rather have Sadiq over all of these players. The only the only, there are like two guys in this league who I would be who I would like pull the trigger on, and they're both playing in Boston. So no, although you wouldn't trade Sadiq for Steph. I mean, you know what I mean, though. Oh, okay. Yeah, but here's the thing: is if you trade Sadiq to Boston, do they not just then implode on themselves? Because he's a Celtic killer. It would be like if you traded Chris Milton <laughs> to the Celtics. Then, then what happens? Is he scoring points for the other team? Is he yeah. shooting on his own basket? What's going on there? That's I would. I would say if we arrive on, I don't think you can get away with Clay. I think they would be they're better with Clay. But for the sake of the mental exercise and the argument, what do you? Th- I would. I think we're gonna go with Wiggins. You want to? You want to settle on him? Yeah, and I wouldn't do that trade if I were Detroit. But yeah, I'm, agreed. I'm really curious to see what people think about this. Like just this this conversation in general. Yeah. What do you think about DeAndre Ayton? I think we lose that. But I think we're I think we're getting somewhere there. And you're not like factoring in team need. No, 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 no. I'm okay. I, take everything out of it. We're not talking money. We're not talking team comp. We're not talking anything. We're just talking player, I, player. Uh, that's a tough. I would say Aiden. I don't. I don't. I don't think that would. Ha- I don't think that would happen. I, I would have a hard time justifying why. It's you're not like like you're in the ballpark. D'Angelo Russell. Because he's been he's he's not been bad. You know I don't like D'Angelo Russell, but and yeah. neither do I. But Minnesota is playing some winning basketball. They are called Minnesota. I haven't heard that. I like that one. Um, mm. I like I, like do I think Minnesota would do that? I think so. Here's the thing about this Pistons team that we talk about it every week. You know, man, they play like a vegan restaurant. There are no steaks. They just go out there and they just play like nothing's going on. They Is got that no you? fucking. That's your bar. You like that? They got nothing going on out there. <laughs> I've had that. In, I've had that in my notes for a week and a half. That's good. And I I keep forgetting to make the joke. Uh, and they just go out there. Last week I made the Middle Tennessee State comparison. I think I tried to compare Sadiq to Giddy Potts. For Middle Tennessee yeah, State, and then he went and dropped fifty-one, and then he gave me fifty. And he, man, he was really talking his shit on that on, on those sidelines. He was every time he would go up and down the court, he was banging his chest. He was doing something. I, I, and I don't. I'm not going to tell anybody what the standings are currently at, but I will tell you. But I will tell you. It's a two-man race Noah, for the Motown Noah best friend of the year. It's close. We are. We got about what ten games left now, ten eleven, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Boy, I cannot wait. <laughs> you gonna take any more days off till the end of the year? You just gonna grind through nah, it? I'm I'm grinding through it. Um, I don't usually take days off during the season. Can I tell you what I think is the worst shot in basketball? And Killian does. This is what he does. And I think there are like two players in the league who can pull it off, and everybody else is an idiot and shouldn't do it. There are three players who can pull this off. It's not the Reggie Jackson floater where you're composed and you're in control of your body and your wrist and your everything. And his, cause his is just always a fluid little thing in the lane. Yeah. And I always love it. It's the one where you do the little flip where you're putting your whole body into it. Right. And that's yeah. the one that killing does all the time off the top of my head. Uh, Luca, Darius Garland, Derek Rose, you guys can pull it off. Everybody else. If you do it, I'm benching you. I hate it. Ish Smith can do it too. Shout out to Ish. Lamelo can do it too. I think a lot of maybe more players than I'm thinking off the top of my head. And now that I'm really thinking about, it, I think a lot of guys can do it. But originally, I was like Garland, Derrick Rose, Luca. I'm not mad at that. Um, I don't know where to go. Do you want to talk about Jeremy's forty ball? Yes, but very quickly. Speaking of Luca, he was on JJ Reddick's podcast and uh, shout out Sean Sweeney. Close. All he did was mention the new coaching staff. Which counts. He mentioned Jason Kidd by name, obviously, but that obviously does indirectly mean that Sean Sweeney was given props by Luka Doncic. So just just something to chew on for our yeah. listeners of the Bunny Cardigan Show. Um, Jeremy Grant had forty. I was a little bit in and out of that game just because I was watching tournament games because that just felt a little bit more important. But I was watching and it, Pistons you know. Cavs. Who are you? Yeah, man. It's you know it's 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 a uh, speaking of uh, rookie of the year on the line. Well. On that note, so I texted you about this, 
Cade's actually, he was actually sick. That wasn't a bit. No, he was actually sick. Like, watching him go through pregame in Orlando uh, just definitely looked out of it. Hmm. And then came back and was a little, a little rusty. Yeah, I don't think either. I don't think he or Mo, like, they both had, like, their moments in that, like, a moment in that game, but I don't think either one uh, laid their, planted their flag for rookie of the year in that matchup. Vintage Jeremy Grant. And by vintage, I mean, like, from, like, 365 days ago. I was like, there he is. That's Jeremy Grant. If we had back-to-back 50 balls, I don't know what I, what, what I would have. I texted you and was like, what do I do? Like, what happens? Yeah, what yeah, do yeah. I do if this happens? I don't know what to do. Because at halftime, he had, what, 27, I think? Yes. Which and then, Sadiq had 30 in the first right. half of his. Right. Uh, and then finished with f- just 40, 40, right? Or f- yeah. 40, yeah. So, yeah. you know. I, you know, yeah. It's a little harder it. for him in that, in that situation given Sadiq and Cade played. Um, in Sadiq's situation, neither one Jeremy or Cade were playing. It was Sadiq and Isaiah and the fellas. Yeah. Uh, so it's a little tougher, but, I mean, he was shooting the shit out of the three ball. Um, I had asked him after the game, because I don't think I had asked him or anybody had really asked him about if there was lingering effects from the thumb surgery when he came back. Like, I didn't know if he – the reason he took a while to, like, rehab after the the cast and stuff came off was to get right, and he said – he said it's still like there's times when he messes with his grip and, and things like that. So, I mean, that that's to be expected. He had thumb surgery. Um, but, yeah, he looked he looked really good. He's played a lot better since the All-Star break, um, trying to get guys involved too. Obviously, against Cleveland, he was in his bag, so he was a little more assertive trying to score the ball. But he's been, he's been pretty good uh, post-All-Star break. And kudos to him for changing his game up and yeah. – and adjusting, I, I think uh, I'm gonna write something. I'm waiting for him to have like a six assists a game, six assists game to until I write the story and like break down his improved playmaking. But it hasn't happened yet. Some of it's yeah, you're right. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah, some guys aren't making shots, but the Pistons have looked good, man. They're seven and seven since the since the win in Boston before the break. Give him four more years, he'll get six assists like three times. <laughs> There's no shot, man. And that's fine. That's just who he is. That's okay. The dude had forty-two and one was against one? Cleveland. It was forty points, two boards, and one assist. That man's not hitting six assists more than a dozen times the rest of his career. No shot. Yeah, he was getting a bug. I didn't. Re- I, f- I guess I didn't realize it was just one assist. And that's cool, dude. Yeah. That's cool. If you're a bucket and that's all that you are, I, I, I begged. Dwayne Casey to just let Josh Jackson be a bucket. Don't let him do anything <laughs> else. Just let it be a bucket. I like those players. Except with Jeremy Grant, you're obviously also getting defense, too, which is, of course, incredible. But, um, yeah, I mean, with the way he was playing in Cleveland, people don't, I, it, I'm assuming people don't care if he's as um, ball-dominant as he is. It's because it's like if you're the hot hand, I would mm-hmm. like to win a basketball game. Yeah. So it's fine. It would have been really funny if he put up 50 and people were like, he's icing too much. It been like, what, no, what do you guys want? Yeah, damned people. if you do, damned if you don't, yeah, I yeah. guess. Uh, question uh, for you. Yeah. Been watching a lot of March Madness. Give me your top seven. You want the Pistons to draft in order. So, in really, really good take from uh, Matthew, who hasn't gotten a shout-out on the show in a little bit. Shout-out um, to brother Matthew. He uh, was like, here's the thing. Here's why I know we're drafting Paulo. Because Ew. I can picture because I can picture George Blaha saying his name. So then I was like, wow, that's a really good take. So then it became this, like, we were kind of going back and forth. I was like, here's the thing. I go, I can't imagine... Uh, and I only said Eel because he just beat Michigan State. Sorry. And he looked good. That I love that jab so much. Yeah, I, is, I, I I'm it. not in love with him, but I I don't know. I I still need to figure out what my complete thoughts on Paolo in the next few weeks. We got time. I said yeah. uh, I can't picture George saying Jabari Smith, but I can picture Johnny saying it. But you know who I can picture Greg, Johnny, George, even Mickey York saying? It's Jaden Ivey. Ooh, so, that's where you're at right now. Is he your is he your is he your 2022 Mobley? It's it is Jabari Smith still. Okay. Everyone, just so everybody is clear, Jabari Smith is still I think the guy who if you don't take him number one, you're a fool. Um, especially because he's going to win a Natty. I don't. I don't think know I about that. fool, but I don't I think, think I said that last week. Uh, no, I not. did. I did pick off. Well, I couldn't have because we didn't. Um, the the, uh, the selection Sunday out. hadn't. Yeah, it didn't happen. I yeah. did pick Auburn. Okay, I picked Arizona. And I had Auburn and Purdue in the Natty. So it was basically my rationale was whoever wins is who you draft. Okay. That's a very Nick 
Nick approach. So I'm with it. I respect I respect that. But then I said, uh, here's the thing about Jaden Ivey is even Purdue fans are like, don't draft him. Any to anyone, anybody who will listen, they're like, don't do it. Don't pick him. It's insane to me. And the thing is, is people, you know what they say, James? You know what the people are saying about Jaden Ivey? They're like, don't draft him because he can't shoot. Bullshit. Anybody who says don't draft a guy because he can't shoot, if you're a point guard, I think it's dumb and I don't think it matters. People said LaMelo couldn't shoot. Pistons fans were like, I don't want to win the lottery because LaMelo Ball can't fucking shoot the ball. <laughs> LaMelo Ball is going to be one of the best point guards in the league in like two years. So I'm that's fine with me because he does other things. Now, the thing that he does a lot that concerns me is he will just inexplicably turn the ball over at the drop of a hat. Um, yeah, you live, you live and die with the LaMelo experience. I don't want to be a wet blanket. I don't want to be one, but I need you to hold my hand for a second, okay? Uh So people have, I think, maybe come to know my philosophy about drafting too well and how it's a bad idea. Have I talked about this on the show? Surely at some point I have. No, I don't don't know what that even means, drafting too well. You don't want to draft too well. You got to have some duds, okay? Why? Because then you fall into the uh, Atlanta trap. Memphis is navigating it really well. New Orleans, we'll see. Toronto pay, was fine. You got to pay everyone. You got to pay everyone. So then it becomes, the, and, the, and the Pistons are drafted real well, and they're about to have, what, two more picks. Can I ask you a question about, we're going to get back to this in a second. I don't want to forget to ask this. Miami and, and Milwaukee both have their second rounders forfeited this year. So do we just have 58 picks? I believe that's how it works, yeah. Wild. Just give them to Detroit. So we have the first and then the Brooklyn second. We got that. I believe so, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, but anyway, so then eventually you got to pay him. So then it becomes this game of, okay, if it's, oh, I'm in on Chet. I'm in. Lazarus Jackson, I know you're out there. I'm in on Chet. I know you're going to like to hear that. I'm over it. I'm over the whole, well, but if he doesn't put on weight. And the people in Pistons Reddit who are like, just draft him and put on 30 pounds. You're fucking right. I'm sure they haven't been trying to do that since middle school, dude. I'm sure that it hasn't occurred to anybody that maybe this guy shouldn't be 190 pounds at seven foot one. Like, it, it's like... Yeah, some and, guys and, just struggle to put on weight. And I was like this with Marcus Bingham since he was a freshman. I was like, once that dude figures out how to use his body, it's going to be... Because he was kind of like a like a baby deer. Like, his le- he was just yeah. all over the he place. He was like that then, uh, that uh, blow-up thing you see on the, the like in front of the like cell phone inf- stores. The, the, the inflatable tube man. The yeah. wacky arm inflatable. Yeah, yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, but he's... he's in front you know, of Boost Mobile or something. But now he's nice. And so just to get back to my point, because I keep going on these little no, things. That's what we do. Um, the thing is is eventually you got to start playing odd man out, okay? Mm-hmm. Cade's safe. Sadiq is safe. Whoever you get, Benedict Matherin, just for the sake of it, is safe. Is he, though? Yeah, Why is he surely? safe? Because that's who we're going to draft, and you're not going give to give up on him. I don't, I don't want to say who gave this take, because I don't know if they want to be tied to it. But, like, what if you draft him and he's not good? Why is he safe? You're just assuming he's going to be good. Yeah, I'm just assuming he's yeah, going to yeah, be okay. I'm assuming that our guy that we both like, you like him. I don't know why you, you like Benedict yeah. Matherin. He's your guy. No, he's I not forgot. My guy no, in the no. Draft. James, I forgot. I forgot. You convinced me. I forgot. I'm a Keegan, Keegan? Murray guy. Yeah. Uh, that's, it's not a good, uh, it hasn't been a good week for the for the Keegan Murray uh, no. lovers. But in his defense. Well, he wasn't, he wasn't bad. Yeah, Minnie, uh, Minnie uh, McCaffrey was taking some dumb. Like I know he had a little streak there that brought him back, but he had some terrible shots. Like he was. Well, the officials in that wild. game were also garbage. Yeah, it wasn't a great game. I, I watched that one from the hotel before Pistons Miami. One of here's those games. I, I don't know. Here's what I can say, and at the risk of contradicting myself and um, being exiled from the fan base, I think it's only fair to say that this draft class is free because one through seven. It's like, come on, I'm not mad no matter what. And you know what? The Pistons can't probably won't be able to fall lower than this. I don't actually know where they are in the standings right now. Yeah, but it's you're in not- my mailbag for tomorrow. They, I think we're, I was going to ask you about this once you were done with your spiel. I, I see what you're saying. Like one through seven is free in terms of like you feel like you'll get a good player. But I would also say like outside of three-ish guys, I don't know if like the potential for – one of them being the second best player on a good team on a really good team is very high. Like I think if you pick seventh, like you're happy, you get Ben Matherin. You're, you're fine. You think he'll be an NBA player. Okay. That's what I was going to say verbatim. I was going to say one through seven, their floors are NBA players. 
Fair. Fair. I'm straight. Um, now my next question to you, and it's in my mailbag if you're listening to this today, Monday, March 21st. March 21st. I have a mailbag, um, and somebody asked me, you can go check it out. On my, it'll be, I tweeted it out. It's on The Athletic, blah, blah, blah. Um, somebody asked me how confident that I, if, that I am that the Pistons will finish with a bottom three record. Um, are you ready for this? Yeah. Not confident at all. Keep talking. Let me look up the remaining schedule. They have a, they're one game back in the win column of OKC. I think that's all we all need to hear. Okay, we are looking at Portland, Washington. Winnable. Winnable. And it's like whoever Detroit throws out there like for the last three weeks, Ooh. it's like they have a shot to win. They're not going the- to sit Cade because he's trying to win Rookie of the Year. They're not going to yeah. sit, sit Sadiq because he'll punch somebody in the face. They're not going to sit Isaiah. They want him to develop. Yep. They might, they're probably, and I wrote about it, they'll probably at some point sit Jeremy, sit Kelly, sit Kojo. But, like, if you have those three playing, like, there's a chance that they win three more games, four more games. There's a, yeah, and he, I, don't I mean, you're also looking at And OKC playing, stinks with no Shea. They're bad. You're looking at a Dallas team, third, third to last game of the year, they're going to rest. Bucks and Sixers, the last two games of the year, they're just going to rest guys for the playoffs. So, But I also don't know because, like, in Dallas's case, like, Dallas, Denver, and Minnesota are all separated by, like, a game yes, and a half. You're right. And you're right. what's the East? race like between like philly and, like can philly and milwaukee alternate do you still have it up um i just have the pistons schedule that's up how about the I, are we what's the red what's the, the dialogue the narrative around miami being the one seed do people believe that because i said a few weeks ago that i do but it's just surreal to me that like oh wow are we really gonna end the regular season and this miami heat team is gonna be the one seed it's just shocking to me yeah, I'm, i mean I'm they got a good they got a three-game lead on six or some bucks so like yeah if you're a pistons fan they have what two more games with Philly? Yes. So yeah, Philly and Milwaukee are currently tied for the two and three seed. So that's the difference in playing. Uh, right. I mean, we're not going based off the play and stuff, but that's the difference in playing the Raptors, Nets, Hornets, Hawks, whatever. Well, then that's good for us. Yeah. Then I don't think good. they're going. Well, what I'm saying is, if you're if if the race is that close, and their their owners, their GMs, their coaches of whatever organization are like, no, we want to make sure that we have the best seat possible. Then it's like, cool, they're going to play their guys. Cool, we're going to lose. Awesome, great, love it. Right, right, right. No, I agree. But I'm saying, yes, uh, yeah, I confused myself. Sorry. But I, you look at the Pistons' schedule, and based on how they're playing, I'm taking them over Portland at home. Mm-hmm. I'm taking them over the Wizards at home. I'm taking them maybe over Atlanta at home. So that gets you to 22 wins. Do you feel they have one more game with OKC? Which I don't, they can't, I don't think they'll lose. Like, they would have to play the whole G League team to lose. And I don't think they'll go there. I don't know, man. I was, I did my homework on Chris Smith. I don't know, James. He's kind of nice. I told you. I told He's you. He's got that little left to right, that little whoop. And <laughs> that little whoop. I just, uh, I just, I look at the Pistons. I think there's a legit chance that they could win three to four more games. And yeah. I look at the Thunder and I legit think there's a chance they maybe at most win one more game. Here's the thing. We've said it a hundred times. We're not getting number one again. But You've said it. But I, I have an inkling that they will. Stop. But I think it's rigged and it's the NBA is trying to bring back Detroit. It is rigged, but that's what Cade was for. I so, think they're gonna I think they want Detroit to be back back. Hey, what have I what have I sold? I think I think that's the new theory. That's my new conspiracy theory. I haven't shared that Based with people. Based on what, though? As evidenced by what? It's been 50 it was 51 years before the Pistons got their number 1 pick. It was they were at their lowest and all of a sudden number 1 pick, Cade. They're in the position now right now to get another number 1 pick and the Pistons might be back. They see how the they know how the the attendance is when the Pistons are good. The attendance has actually been pretty good this year. Um better than the last few years. Um that's just my conspiracy. I think the league wants the Pistons back. Sure, I'll bite. So the, the 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 I think what we're trying to dig at here is prior to the 2010s, the Pistons had won a championship in each of the last three decades. The NBA saw that the 2010s went championshipless and said, "Oh, we have to write this ship." And then that's why in 2021, a year after the decade turns, they gave us Cade Cunningham. 
I mean, there you go. I'm st- stay off your the point. YouTube. Stay off I'm, the YouTube conspiracy theories, kids. Are you fucking kidding me? No, Mr. I'm with fucking you. I'm tin hat. This was your bullshit. Are you joking? I jump on board with you. with you, and you call me a fucking a, an insane person. Hello. I'm with you. I'm with you. It doesn't sound like you're with me. I'm hearing you're with me, but the other stuff you're saying indicates that you're not with me. Listen, I'm going to say it right now. No matter where the Pistons end up, third worst record, fourth worst record, fifth worst record. What's happening? They're not picking any. Is it lower or higher? It's interchangeable. It depends on who you talk to. They're going to pick one or two. Calling it right now. Did we flip? Did we flip the dynamic here? Are you the fan? What no, the I just I, you don't I, mean I, this. Remember, I told you if you I think you could go back and listen to the pod like a week out of last year's thing. Not to say that like obviously they had the best chance at number one pick, so I'm not like Nostradamus here or anything like that. I'm not Negro Damus. Shout out to Paul Mooney. <laughs> Shout out to Paul Mooney. R.I.P. He died right. I, did he recently? Die? I, I I'll think, Google this. I don't yeah, think check. He died. I, gosh, I hope. Well, do I hope? Jesus, just keep talking. Yeah, sorry. I hope I hope I didn't mistakenly RIP somebody, but I'm pretty sure he did. He did um, pass away, yes. Okay. RIP Paul Mooney, Negro Damas. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, you, I think you go back and listen to uh, listen to it on a pod. I said I think they're going to get the number one pick. I just felt it, and I still feel it right now because I think the league is conspiring to bring the Pistons back. So here's what's going to happen. Is Teals when we are get, coming back. When we get – ooh, you're right. When New we arena. Get, when we get sixth, and I have to be the one that consoles you, oh, I don't I know. I'll be I'll be jumping for joy. That means I don't have to go to the draft. I d- <laughs> shut up, man. <laughs> Actually, I might go uh, to New York. I said uh, I said this to you earlier. I meant to say this when we were talking about Michigan State, so I hate to backtrack it, but just on draft stuff in college. For those who are curious and are always like, man, James is always just this stone faced, cold hearted, objective facts reader with the Pistons. Because it's not your job to be a fan. Let me tell you something. Catch him watching a Michigan State basketball game. That man's <laughs> Michigan a fan. State or, or Tottenham. Yeah. That guy, which, by the way, uh, contrary to way, the way our show ended last week. And I hate college basketball, too. That game is the most I have cared about anything that Michigan State has done in I don't know how long. More than the Michigan game last year. More than, like, I think it might be the Iowa Big Ten Championship game, because the Alabama game we knew was a wash. Yeah. It might be the, the, um, the Duke game, the last one that we did. I care, well, the Texas Tech game, actually, because I thought, I thought Texas Tech was free. I um, thought it was free, too. I liked, uh, it's not, it wasn't DeAndre Hunter. It was the Spider-Man meme guy, uh, Jarrett Culver. Yeah, Jared Culver, who's, um, yeah, I was on, he's going I was through it in Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. I was on record saying it's not close. Jared Culver is w- way better than DeAndre Hunter. I was like, this isn't even a conversation. What are we talking about? I mean, you know hey, who else? You can't get them all right, but let's 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 lay out the things Nick has got right since we started this pod because you've been on a heater. Um, the guy that you championed for, I know you're you're a Cade guy still. You love yeah. Kate Cunningham. You love that he's on – what is that? I love he's on my basketball team. And I wouldn't do it differently. You wouldn't do it differently. No. But you pounded the table for Mobley, leader and rookie of the year right now. I'll and share – And Troy and I Troy and I were uh, aligned in that way. On the Mobley stuff, I mean. Because it was between he and Cade. Oh, okay. Quentin Grimes yes. had some moments in New York. That was your guy. Zaire Williams has had some flashes. We were right. And about I was going to say Zaire was my guy, but I'll share him with you because I convinced well, you. I convinced so it's, you. It's like Matherin. I'm yeah. in on. I was in on Zaire Williams because you convinced me to be. Yes. Yeah. And he had. He's had some moments this year. Mm-hmm. Um. So you can't hit them all, and you've you've been you've had you've been hot in these streets a little bit. Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> How many players from that Virginia national championship team could you name? I can name three off the top of my head. Kyle Guy. Oh, wow. Off the rip, you remembered. Wow. Yeah, because I I should be playing over him in the NBA. (laughs) Would Uh, would Virginia have won a natty if you took Kyle Guy's spot? Is that what you're saying? Facts. 100% facts. I'm not even joking. Um, Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter. There's one more. I can can tell you who he plays for. Yeah, tell me. He plays for Oklahoma City, so I don't really think that's that helpful. Ty Jerome. No shot. No, where'd Ty Jerome go? Didn't I don't remember where Ty Jerome went. It's Mamadi Diakite. Oh, former, yeah, Diakite. Yeah, 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 Diakite. Yeah, yeah. 
He Where did nice. Ty Jerome go? I th- this is a great little bunny cardian. This is a good ending. Yeah. I'm blowing this. I don't remember. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Oh, Jesus. Come on, James. All right. Uh, I got to look up where Ty Jerome went. It's going to bother me. That is, I'm going to say it's not Kentucky, right? He didn't go to Kentucky. He's no. not. No, I'm thinking of Trey Lyles. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of Jerome Allen. He went to Kentucky. He went, Ty, Ty Jerome did go to Virginia. No shot. Yeah. No, but he, he might not have been. Yeah, it was Ty Jerome. Where did uh, Dwayne Casey go to school? Kentucky. Nice. Where did Stan Van Gundy go to school? Uh, wasn't it called like Nazareth or something? His Jeff went there. Did didn't did Mo I think Cheeks? I think John Beeline. So John, whatever school that Jeff Van Gundy went to, John Beeline said that he he recruited Jeff Van Gundy there. Like I think that he was like his last recruit. How old is John Beeline? <laughs> he's getting old. He's, he's got to be in his nineties if nice he's guy, recruiting. Though. I'm a fan. Did I tell you that I'm a fan of Beeline? <laughs> Nice guy. I'm not listening to this until you say someone was mean. Someone who's not here anymore, last regime, who was not a nice person. Can be a assistant, could be a trainer. You're not going to do I don't want to put you on the spot. No, I would do it if fair. I could. I'll, remind me next pod, and I'll think of someone. I'll just text you in five minutes, and you'll be like, this guy sucked. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, story time with James impromptu? Do you have any Mike Abdenauer stories? Uh, yeah, I told the, you, I told, told the one Did I tell the Kobe one that the one yes. I told. Yeah. Yes. No, other than that, no. Hmm. Okay. Uh, you I think, any... was there one from the road? I don't know. Oh, there was one from the road. So after the magic game, I'll give you three guesses to guess who the player is. And if you don't guess, I'm not going to say who it was. Cause I don't want to put his business out there until we're off the air. Yeah. Um, so after the magic game, Omari and I hit these streets, St. Patty's day, when got to do it, when got some drinks, got some food. We saw one Pistons player in the streets. Can you guess who it is? And it was not the man. It was not the man who just had 51 and should have been walking around Orlando like fucking Mickey Mouse, but it was not him. I know it was not Kelly Olenek. Well, here's the thing. It was definitely Kelly Olenek, wasn't it? I don't know. I can't, I'm not going to put the guy's business out there. Gotcha. But there was okay. one player, and you would have been – You would have been. he wasn't like doing nothing crazy. He was just walking with some friends. But it was just random. Sadiq Bey seems like the dude who would just hammer beers. See, he doesn't, though. No shot. I was trying to – dude, again, the night he scores 51 – the first thing he comes to the presser, it, it says this guy. He starts pointing at my shoes and starts doing the whole swag thing again. After he scored 51. I'm like, Sadiq, That's stop. Your That's your I'm like, I was like, you better be in these streets tonight. Yeah. Because he doesn't go in. To my knowledge, he doesn't go in the streets. And I, he had, like, that's the night to go in the streets. He was lights out at 10 o'clock. Read a chapter of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, <laughs> and he was, he was out. He went back to the hotel. Uh, you, had, you had to take a United flight. Oh, that's right. We ended last week's show by me bringing up United, and you thought I was talking about when uh, Ronaldo cooked you, and then yeah. you got really angry were, with me. Yeah, and you were talking I was, about actually I was legitimately about the... just talking about the airline, and you were like, yeah. fuck you. And I was like, okay, I'm sorry. We'll get off the show. <laughs> I thought you were just upset with me talking about airlines no. again. No. Okay. Oh, all right. all right. One more funny story from the road. It's not that funny. Post-game presser's over. Isaiah Livers, 16 points, career high. Mm-hmm. First thing he says when he gets off the podium, we're in Miami, mind you. He's like, yo, is it still raining outside? We just all looked at each other like, my man just scored a career high. He's in Miami. He's about to go get his shit off. Yeah. It was just funny. Yeah. Like, we were but like, no, it's not like, raining. You're like, I've been in here the whole time. Been, as long as you've <laughs> yeah, been in here, know. I've been in here, dude. <laughs> right. I have no idea. Right. I have no idea. All right, but he just like, yeah, he admitted that he was about to be in these streets. Yo, is so it raining out? We got, a, we got a lot of kids on the team in a good way. A yeah. lot of fun havers. The thing is, I don't think so. Here's the thing. It sounds like all the guys who need to not be going out and fucking it up aren't. Yeah. I think, like, Like, they go out, but I don't think it's, like... I'll just say this. As somebody who used to routinely see players out in the streets when I was on the road... And by streets, I mean, like, we're in New Orleans. I run into Christian Wood. We're... mm -hmm. I stop at a bar. I see this player. Like... 
and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I hate when the people are like, no, no, no. Why is he out getting a drink at 11 p.m.? He's got a he's got practice in the morning. Shut the yeah. hell up. They, these guys live their lives. Whatever. <laughs> this team, that was the first person I had randomly seen out from this group of ca- from this group of wow. characters. That was the wow. very first. And to be fair, this is the first year that obviously due to COVID that we traveled. It. Yeah. But I usually up until this point, I would usually have seen somebody. Yeah. Wow. Who do you think uh, would be the most likely to bump into in like a hookah lounge? I would say that's probably that's a great question. It's got to be like hookah lounge. Corey Joseph or Kelly Olenek. I think it's Kelly Olenek. Kelly wouldn't be in a hookah lounge. I don't. You think. don't think so? Nah, you catch him at like a dive bar. Gotcha. Oh yeah, like the, yeah, he's got the vibes with like a flannel and a backwards hat. He always you wears know? the backwards hat. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, take yeah. it off. He's my yeah. Um, Killian because he's European. Well, he's not European, but he's European. Well, he's from fucking Florida. He was born there, but like he talks, he, he speaks, like he has an accent. It's French. Okay. Um, I could see Killian at a hookah lounge. Servetus, probably. Is he even still with the cruise? <laughs> yes. I haven't just seen his. I haven't seen his name in a while. Yeah, last week it was shout out Davida Servitas, and I was like, "You don't mean that." And this week it's where the fuck is Davida? Is he even in the league anymore? <laughs> I don't so remember. That's, it. I've been so, busy with Piston stuff. Point served. Alrighty, James, let's get out of here. Good show today. Yeah, this uh, was fun. You have a mailbag out. Everybody can go check that out. Yep. Um, what story did I read that was cracked? What did I text you about? And was like, "This is my oh, dude, the fucking Q and A with Marvin Bagley was sick. He was great." Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, he was. It was, he's just, because those take, what, 10 minutes to do? Yeah, if we sit down with him, yeah, I usually get, like, yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah, we did it on our birthdays. We share a birthday, me and Marvin. Yes, you do. We both yeah. had fun in Miami. Not Sealed together. signed. Alrighty, James. He's, he's 23. I had, a, I, had a, I had a time in Miami. Oh, did, did you, you didn't see the, I rocked the Livingston jersey out in Miami. I did see it. I did, oh, yeah, did hard. I send it to you or did I post on Instagram? I don't remember which one, but I saw it. It was hard. I had to go to, like, I was in bed by 1130. We started at when practice ended at four. I was, like, I had the spins at 930 going into a taco spot. Shout out to Rod and Omari. Oh, they take care of you. And Josh, sure. Josh, sure. He came out and joined drinks, got drinks with us. Happy belated to our guy, Jordan Brink. Yes, happy belated. His birthday was Friday. Um, Shout out to Jordan Brink. That's my guy. Uh, if you made it this far, thank you very, very much for listening. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, be sure to rate five stars, leave a review, subscribe if you're feeling Heavy generous. Heavy belated to Austin Drake, too, fr- friend of the show. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was his birthday. His okay, birthday yeah, was cool. right before mine. I don't think we shouted him out last time. Nice. Happy belated to Austin Drake as well. We will catch you guys in the next one. Peace.